Before we get started, it's worth mentioning that the podcast you're about to listen to is an audio rip of a fully filmed YouTube show. While this podcast is perfectly enjoyable in this format, there will be the odd reference to something you can't see. It doesn't happen that often and it won't take too much away from the overall experience. I wouldn't worry about it. But if you do have the time, I recommend Video Namaste in its preferred form, where you can see clips, our lovely faces and Danny's kitchen. You can find it on the Pleasureland YouTube channel, but hey, if this works for you, I'm not going to argue. Please enjoy. God, that would be so good just looking at it in that way. I know, in real life. <laughs> this is not about an alien, too. Aliens. <laughs> It's Christmas, everybody! Christmas time is when we all drink wine Feel fine and we'll tackle the bricks well Very well, so well, it's fucking well We have to apologise to our mums Hiya, hiya Hi! Welcome to Christmas Christmas! This is the third and final part of Video Namaste It's... Uh, the date is probably very close to Christmas. The fire's fact, died. It's the twentieth of December. No, friendly. It's the twenty third of December, twenty sixteen. So, uh, welcome to the the grotto, the grottiest grotto. Welcome back. The fire has died, but, but not smell. in us. Aye. Oh, it doesn't work, sorry. <laughs> I done that earlier and I went, oh, that's a bad idea. What if I just get a wee wave? A wee wave? Hey, yeah, come back. Scalp its wee Look invisible arse. Nope, it's not working. Looked nice for a wee bit though. But the smell, the smell of the fire in the logs is still there. Still, mm-hmm. in, our, still in our noses and our lungs. In the old, in the old factory senses, uh, whatever it is. The old factory receptors. Have you got a key in the fire later? I'm just going to... Put flames over the entire side. Just, just bad Blue like flames. PS, just PS1, PS1 flames. The kind of flames like, that Splinter would come at you. Can you, can you put them on my hands? It's too hot! It's too hot! It's Bunny! Bunny! X-Men 3! <laughs> So we're continuing the theme of tenuously, tenuous Christmas films. Tenuous. Tenuously Christmas. Tenuously Christmas. Christmas. Films set at Christmas. and But not decidedly big Christmas <coughs> films. Like, we're not talking the... about your miracle in 39 Street here, you know what I'm saying? Ken, what film you think would be a Christmas film, but isn't he? Toys. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, oh no. No, Denny. Oh dear. Danny, Denny, Danny, Danny, Danny. Oh, Denny. It's a selection Danny. box. See how easy it opens as well, right? Oh. Oh, yeah, fuck, that's a big double decker. Right, Look at the size of that's not even one of your multi pack bars either. Oh, no, no, oh that's full fat, that's like a loaf. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a big loaf of sorrow. What is it you what is it you'd oh. absolutely better not have? I can't eat. I feel like, ooh. So it better be a crunchy then, <laughs> Oh, yeah, it would be crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll save it for later. No, you'll not. <laughs> so, today... Don't. <laughs> Don't. We are talking about... Have a snack, chum. <laughs> <laughs> 
If you've not watched the Robocop 3 episode <laughs> What are you doing? Robocop 3 <laughs> Robocops <laughs> If you've not watched the Robocop 5 episode yet <laughs> Go back and watch it And if you've not watched the Brazil episode Go back and watch it Because you, you'll ruin Christmas <laughs> You'll ruin our Christmas uh, Exactly for us and that's, and that's all that We're matters Pissing about a dead fire <laughs> For fucking nothing Fake, honest fake to God. trees Fake trees for Marks and Spencers We've burnt about Nine ethically sourced logs And that's it You found your film <laughs> The tree Signed an agreement <laughs> It's a free range tree <laughs> <laughs> no worry, battery trees you're giving me. Well. <laughs> Spat on it. <laughs> Signed its name with an X like Hagar the Horrible. <laughs> Just a guy. Sell <laughs> a tape my pen to a tree. <laughs> ah, but, uh, hey, legally binding, son. <laughs> Sorry, it's went a bit weird. Aye, so we've chosen. Don't sound fed up. <laughs> Sorry. It's it's so Christmas, <laughs> it's time for good films. Good films like. <laughs> it's no die hard, it's no die hard, it's no. <laughs> it's turbulence. <laughs> it's fucking turbulence. But was turbulence ever described as die hard on a plane? Well. Well, Instead of no, <laughs> no, it was like. Uh, Would you was... like me to consult keyword render? <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. Pilots tell us there are three different forms of turbulence: mild, moderate, and brown trousers. They say that over the course of their entire career, they won't experience anything more than ten to fifteen minutes of brown trousers. Still, though, that's all it takes, huh? Ray Liotta and Lauren Holly star in Turbulence, a film about a plane that goes fucking mental. It was sold as, it was like, you know, as thrilling, it was like Twister on a plane, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right, so that was the whole idea, because they focus more on it being a disaster movie, like, because 97, the year after Independence Day and everything yeah. like that, yeah. and I, Twister. I there's another, thing. I'll talk about it in a minute, but there's another film that came out that around that time that made me think, yes. Influence. But we'll talk about that in a bit. I think but I know what you're talking about. If no, then that's another film that's on top of that. But we should point out that um, I can't find my turbulence case. And I, st- I gave away my fucking video. So we've, uh, we've hodgepodged ourselves a wee turbulence case here just to keep the theme going. And we've got a big bitch. you Bruce Willis is not in it. But if you squint hard enough, it could be really <laughs> Ray Liotta <laughs> Lauren Holly Lauren Holly of Dumb and Dumber fame no um, I, one thing I want to mention before we proceed is um, more than any other film we've talked about if you haven't and you do fancy watching Turbulence watch it before watching us talk about it because there's a major twist yeah yeah <clears throat> aye and, and we can't talk about it without talking about the twist Aye. So, um, and it really, really does, like, I've watched it twice, and I'd say both times that I've watched it, his, his knowledge of the twist has changed how I've enjoyed it, in, a, in a good way. Aye. So, uh, uh, stop. <laughs> stop and watch it. You'll go, don't, you can get don't. It. I got it for CEX for, like, 25 pence. Um, you can you can stream it on YouTube for £2. Mm. Or stream it on YouTube for £2. It's fucking, oh, so good. Anyway. <laughs> right, aye. Back to the Die Hard on a Plane thing. Uh-huh. I, I, like there's so many connections we'll get back to, but 
the weird thing is, I was looking through the director's full uh, back catalogue, right? <laughs> right? Did you see that he directed an episode of the New Adventures of Superman called Fly Hard? <laughs> oh, no, aye. I did not. Yep. I've seen that he directed some Hill Street Blues. Aye, aye, totally. He's, like, he's mostly television and stuff like that, and you can absolutely tell that. Like, because it, it's a Reicher production, and like, they mostly. Reicher. Reichan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, obviously he's just coming from television but like it's interesting seeing somebody who was in television like you know make a huge cinematic because he's fucking throwing everything at it like and mm-hmm. that's that's something that really 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 tickles me with this film because <laughs> back to the the tenuously tenuous Christmas film thing like I, I can, this is all just total eye candy for me. It's like yeah. like movements of camera for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's like mid mid nineties aesthetic. Again, yeah, it's total. Like, again, it's back to the, the video interior. shop. And, ah, yeah, it's yes. absolutely. It's, and uh, I, I'm I'm pretty sure like uh, Dev was saying that he'd watched this on Channel Five as well. So it's a pure Channel Five film. Mm-hmm. Oh, I. Um, we should like, say that we watched it as well. We watched that caravan. caravan. We, we watched that uh, caravan together. Uh, on a fourteen inch TV. On a fourteen inch telly and on like a Saturday morning drinking beer and having a fucking fry up as well it's <laughs> so good get me back there but, uh, but it's got like that mid 90s like mid budget disaster film action film aesthetic kind of like sudden death as well like mm-hmm. the uh, Van Damme uh. one it's got a plane where it's interior is like fully Christmased up like tinsel there's people. more Christmas trees than there are passengers aye like, aye easily. Like, and all the, all the crew are all like Santa hats there is a line and... in the film that explains why that is yeah aye because there's, there, there's a line there's a line towards the beginning it, of the film um, where they say something like they, they were having a competition about who could Christmas up a plane more or something like that uh, and then they were like can you believe this one came second <laughs> so there's like a joke about how much Christmas shit's in it and but, like, I, I, I'd like to see the plane that won. <laughs> I want to see what's in that. I know. <laughs> just, uh, just the stewardesses are full snowmen. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking Christmas down. tree with wings. <laughs> it takes off a fucking like glitter behind it, <laughs> but, uh, and um, it runs on mulled wine. You <laughs> should probably see at the point like kind of what the plot is. No, and it's it's basically like. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray Otta and uh, Brendan Gleeson Brendan Gleeson Big are, Brendan Are like two prisoners Who are getting Carried on a commercial flight From LA From no. LA Is it LA? New, New York, York to LA. LA New York to LA mm-hmm. um, To go stand trial On death row What's your name? Hey Terry I'll have whatever you like Terry Okay Apple juice that would be great, thank you. Make great. that too. Thank you. Coke, please. Okay. What would you like? I'd like to nail you, baby. There's two strike stubs. One more and I will gag you. You got a sharp fuse, Marshal. It's gonna be a long flight. Sorry about that, miss. He won't be bothering you again. And Ray Liotta's playing, uh... A convicted serial killer, but... <clears throat> but the film toys me a wee bit. It does. It's interesting because um, it presents Ray Liotta as the hero. There's a as lot a wronged of, man. There's a, really, there's a uh, lot of misdirection. And I think I it's really... Um, uh, yeah, because uh, the first thing that's introduced is, uh, is the cop that's been chasing Ray Liotta. Mm-hmm. And he's a bit of a fame-obsessed... 
He's a bit of a wanker. He's a bit of a cheat as well. He's, he's a cheat. He's, and um, he's and they like... established that he's planted the evidence on Ray Liotta to catch him. Mm-hmm. And once he's arrested as well, he fucking... Kicks him in the kick, face. Kicked uh, in the stomach. Oh, that's, stomach? Uh, that's going to be in that... No, it won't be in that list. No, but also, like, the other thing keyword. he did as well is like when the cop was like, I know his type, he's going to see, you know, 250 pounds, blonde, she's a... And then when they arrive, the woman he describes as completely opposite. So they've kind of shown the cop to be a bit crooked and a bit incompetent. Yeah, aye, aye. And really ought as like... You've got the wrong guy. He's really nice. Uh-huh. A really nice guy for the first half of the and film. He's just, yeah, exactly. And he's just playing up to the fact that like, basically the film sells you as really uh, being fucking incredible at, you know, just ripping just, the piss. It's like that thing. He's, he's, going to get, he's going to death row. He's fucked. Uh-huh. So he's stole the sheep. He might as well shag it, you know. So uh-huh. he, but he's, he's, like, gone, he's on the plane and she's like, what do you want to drink? And he's like, what, what do you like? Mm-hmm. And all that, like he's, he's oh, trying he's to build a rapport, he's charming, he's, he's, charming, he's, he's, so charming. Well. he's charming it but to the max. like, when we first watched it, I thought, okay, so here we go, it's going to be, the film's going to be about, you know, something's going to happen with Brendan Gleeson, who's so openly evil. <laughs> oh, <laughs> such a bastard, he's that, so good, man. Let's talk just for, sorry man, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but that accent. Oh, <laughs> Brendan no. Gleeson is one of, honest to God, like, top ten favourite actors of all time. Dinner, that accent is fucking incredible. Dinner, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'd like, like to nail you against the wall, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's like uh, it's like the GBX's Irish accent and PS I love you. <laughs> you're like, I see where you're going. <laughs> we should hear we should hear like a glossary even just under every video Namaste video in case we talk about the GBX. Oh GBX, uh, the Gerard Butler experience. <laughs> It's just Jared Butler himself, but he has the GBX because you can't get away from him. <laughs> I know. I, I, I don't even wish I could. No. I'm happy where I am. I, I, the, I'm glad we live in a world where his Dracula 2000 edition tape is online to watch. I'm so happy. We're lucky. So happy. What a, what a time it'd be alive. And if you've not seen it, please please watch the Jared Butler. We'll put, we'll put a link up. Oh. Um, I so sorry you were saying Brendan Gleeson is so openly evil. Yeah, it's it's the, again it's the misdirection and um, you know and <clears throat> the cops are all shite bags and um, and really Ott is the only nice guy in there. So it's like you're like okay they're going to get in the plane, something's going to kick off, and really Ott is going to save the day, mm-hmm. and he does. Mm-hmm. Like right up to the point, it's like um, he saves the day, he gets the gun, and it all goes a bit wrong. And then obviously, it turns out really Ott is a fucking nutter. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> like a grade A psychopath to yeah. the, to the point where it's like, like I wrote a review for it and the only thing I wrote was, I didn't think really Ott knew that they were filming. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's gone nuts. And like, the best thing, the, the funniest thing to me when I watched it was when he's screaming on the phone. And oh, it cuts man. to the other end of the phone, and yeah. you just hear him screaming at the end of the phone, <laughs> and he's like, Aye. and you just hear it, and everybody's like, fucking in hell, fact, this guy's off, he's not. I've, I've written it down, because, like, there's, there's, like, <laughs> like, there's so many amazing lines, right, we'll get back to Brendan Gleeson's character, right, Aye. like, at one point, Brendan Gleeson has a gun at Lauren Holly's head, uh-huh. And um, Ray Liotta is like, put the gun, and he's like, you know, behave, calm and everything like that. And he's like, put the gun down. And he says, why? Because she gave you fucking apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? I totally. Oh, and then, that was my, that was us. And, and one of the, the best lines for Liotta as well is, they give you a last meal. 
I'm gonna ask for a last song. Oh, the one where he says about getting a plane. Oh, is this is. Aye, right, okay, right. So, Have you written it down? Because we need to get it just right. Yeah, so um, when we find out that he is actually a baddie, like what. Not only he, a baddie, but he's fucking, fucking insane. He's fucking he's nuts. Insane. And do you know what I noticed? Something I never noticed before. It's like you first see him kill someone, that's when you know, oh shit, right? Mm-hmm. He's like. He's fucked, he's mm-hmm. mental. Um, is when he gets uh, the stewardess, Maggie, and he chokes her, but he chokes the last breath out of her and then and breathes s- it in. I said that we were watching that last time. Aye. Aye. I was like, he's like, he, 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 he chokes on it, he goes in and he's like, Aye. Aye. It's like Well, Maggie, uh, as promised in episode one, yep. Maggie is the marine biologist. That's who I know her. I watched it this time and I was like, how do <laughs> I know her face? Um, nice. So, like, I just before nice. he inhales that last breath, he says, I don't like you either, Maggie. You rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> should point out that Ray Liotta is having probably the best time of his life and see totally. watching this film I realised I was like real, like he's such a weird guy he's a weird guy in films he's a weird actor I've never understood Ray Liotta as a thing Aye. I've just never understood him as a thing like because I'm not a big Scorsese or gangster film guy so right. I miss that but there's something about Liotta and I'm like this guy's really an odd fellow mm-hmm. <laughs> he's I an will, odd man we'll get right okay so after after he's like he's killed Maggie and everything like that right uh, he goes on the phone like you were saying mm-hmm. and he's screaming he's just going you got me man <laughs> and then he's like you want to be famous Aldo I'm going to make you so fucking famous you make sure you're wearing something bright up in that tarmac because you're going to be the first fucking cop to die with a plane up his ass <laughs> And then that's it. That's when you like. That's when he switches he's on. Gone. That's when like. That's when he shuts off. That's when he's like, covered in uh, blood. Because like, obviously ah. the holy shit moment is the killing Maggie and putting the passengers in the, and, and the, the hole. And the, yeah. But there's a couple. It's just there's a couple of wee hints that that start to they just start to drip it in a little bit. Uh, like, like, why is he doing that? Aye, like, why is he like, taking the captain? And, that was aye. it. It was the it's when she comes out of the cockpit and looks down the stairs and he's sort of jauntily <laughs> dragging <laughs> the corpse along the. And that's where you're struggling. Is this? Is he? He's half. He's not. Because he lies not. to her about like this, the the pilot being the pilot's being dead. Because mm. like he drags one of them into the wee pilot. There's a wee song while he's dead. He's like, he was dead while You're I got like, there. Oh right, okay. <laughs> that's when she, that's when she sees that he's like crazy. You know, but uh, then it, it turns for that like and he no really die hard as such in a plane. We're like a slasher, yep. a stalking slasher on a plane, Aye. a Christmas stalking slasher on a plane. Because it's only really him and her. Mm-hmm. The film that I mentioned earlier is. is that film was a year after Scream. Ah, uh, I wasn't thinking. I was thinking of Connor. Ah, Connor was is quite close to cut. It's like six. They're six months apart, mm-hmm. which makes me think that they're too close to be too. Like I was thinking, like the Dante's Peak and Volcano. <laughs> I was, uh, right, it right. was literally like, the thing that made me think of Scream. Actually, is it's, the bit in the middle when he goes, "What's your favourite movie?" Uh, um, Gone with the Wind Favourite book day But there was was a total After Scream There was a total resurgence Of the the Slasher slasher in the mainstream Mm -hmm. And like It was I think the The whole Die Hard Connection Is so He's got a teddy Uh, Aye Aye He's got (laughs) a teddy Set at Christmas For no real reason It could be set at any time of year Really Uh, really, The thing that's finding really interesting Is how much they throw the Christmas at you (laughs) 
like I did, when when I was when we watched it in the caravan, I watched it. But when I watched it again last night for this, I was like, right, I'm gonna pay attention. What's going on here? The fucking the amount of out of focus Christmas lights that are in the foreground are just in between scenes where they're talking to each other and there's like a string of tinsel in between them or something uh, like that. It's so weird. Like that's how they... what I'm talking about. There's something just... I just love about that whole aesthetic. Mm. Just it's decoration. gorgeous. Just I like totally in inappropriate decoration, but <laughs> it, you know, it it looks nice. <laughs> that's know? that. That's the thing. That I, I wonder if it's like Christmas. Just an aesthetic. Generally, feels safe. Because mm-hmm. it's warm and everyone's just calmed down and it's chilled and mm-hmm. so I wonder if it's like that's the reason it's so effective in action films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if anyone making Turbulence was aware of that, but certainly <laughs> hey. like the trend for films like that. I wonder. Sorry, backhanded. Sorry, sorry. You know what I mean? It's it's. I know you could have been watching Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's Die Hard in a plane. Why hard? Why hard? Fucking unreal. But I just. There's like a, you can tell Ray's having a fucking great time. Actually, Cause like, he's like, his, his like, his um, sort of, I don't know what you'd call it, like remit for it. Uh-huh. Is that, would it be remit? Is that the right word? His like, his, his sort of like slate for it or whatever. Like they must have just been like, go as mental as you want. I've got a feeling go that he was like, crazy at that want. point in time he had just done, have you seen Unlawful Entry? No. Like Madeline Stone, Kurt Russell, no. this couple and they're having bother and they phone a cop and it's Ray Liotta and again a cop and he's kind of like a bit suspicious and right. then it gets pretty dark. Right. Uh, you never really see Ray Liotta <coughs> be that, you know obviously there's good fellas and stuff like that but mm-hmm. the whole point is he he gets out you know and he's supposed to be like you know yeah. the hope that it's end and stuff like huh. that but um, yeah I think it was Unlawful Entry it played a big part in his casting in it because that's the first time he really really went uh, like real nasty. There's something something wild as well. The Jonathan Demi film that's it's on Netflix. It's fucking something great. wild. Something wild. Oh, so fucking good. And he's in that, and he plays like an arsehole boyfriend. So he <laughs> has kind of dabbled in those roles, but mostly he's like certainly at that point in time, it was like he, he's the handsome love interest. You know, yeah. it's, it's, he's Copland as well, isn't he? Well, that's why he's fat in the film well not fat sorry that's why he's put on a bit more weight than usual because oh, yeah. he was going up for the role of oh Christ what's the name of Sly ah his character Frank oh, Frankie uh, I think it is oh Frankie. no I think fuck. it is anyway he he was supposed to play the lead role oh. uh, and he, like Sly obviously came in and was like, yeah, what do you do? <laughs> so he done it <laughs> and side note Copland is absolutely incredible aye absolutely aye. incredible aye uh, like, un- untouchable yeah. Anyway. Um, so I, uh, I think like that. That's why he was kind of like a, he wasn't at the like you know love interest weight. <laughs> you know that he was in like Karina Karina and that. Aye. But um, I think another thing that really played it's like you know that scene in Goodfellas where uh, Jimmy and that pull off the heist and he's in the shower. Yeah. And he just goes fucking nuts. Like I think that's a like that's a good example of his range, you know. And he is right, a well, brilliant actor. That's, that's, like, this is a film for you. Exactly. It's him just having a. Ball and like, see any film where an actor you can tell is having fun, not just with the role, but with his job, hell. you know. Mm, that's right. so good. There's, there's a bit where he's uh, there's a bit that I kind of stop laughing at. The bit that made me laugh is when Terry is driving the plane because the the, the, pa- he's the, pa- the pilots are dead, so she's got to go in and basically speak to the command control and say, like, mm-hmm. I'm the only person that can fly this plane, and he's on the outside to try to get in. And he's she's like, You lied to me about the pilots and that, and see the faces. That he's pulling <laughs> on the outside of that door. It's fucking hilarious. You told me we were landing. I didn't know what to say to you. Okay, 
Terry, I didn't know what to say. I'm sorry. Uh, we, we've been through so much. Terry, you said all those the marshal. You must program the autopilot. Terry, I'm sorry I lied to you. Maggie's hurt really bad. I'm gonna do everything I can. I don't know what to do though, Terry. Terry, she keeps calling for you. Terry, are you there? She's your friend. This is bad. <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry, Terry, I didn't mean to lie to you. And he's like, he's like, having a, he's like gone pure like Charles Manson faces. He's just gone the range, man. That's brilliant. Aye, and that's like, that's the thing. There's no, like, this is a perfect platform for him to do that, to go nuts, because it's not like a leveled action film. It's Aye. not like a serious drama. And it's obviously the guys behind it just, like the guy who wrote it was <laughs> uh, involved in like, Erotic thrillers straight to TV. Yeah. Oh, right. yes. So like that's how it's got that weird kind of exploitation vibe, mm. and it's a bit kind of uh, well, Christie's the sweetheart strangler, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. And like, yeah. but I love like there's like you can tell that it's from television, like the like, whole Riser production. The bit, the bit where the like two of them meet again, like kind of near the end, the two of them meet like just on the actual flight deck, mm -hmm. and like he's like, I just want to talk to you. He's like, didn't answer the question with another question. Mm -hmm. Like, all that, that whole scene where he's like, I just want to talk. I just want to talk with you, okay? What's your favorite book? Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind, so it's book and movie. Wow, you're a real romantic, huh? A romantic vegetarian who likes apple juice. Do you have pets? When you were growing up, you like animals? Yeah, I had a dachshund. Dachshund? You mean one of those hot dog dogs? <laughs> really? Why dachshund? Because my father liked them and they were good with kids. Huh. Don't give me an attitude. I'm just talking to you. So just talk to me normal. Okay? He's like, we're just talking. Everything's fine and normal. And that's like, it's so creepy. Yeah. It's so like disgustingly creepy. Like, because uh, he's like, what's your favorite like movie and book yeah, and that? Yeah. Like, and he's, he's just like, just, I'm, I'm trying to be nice to you, and, and it's like you know now that he's a full-blown fucking psychopath, but he's still been that just that extra sexually creepy kind of guy. Yeah, it's like, yeah. And see, usually that weird. kind of thing just flat out puts me off a film. Well, not puts me off, but no, yeah, it does. It, it turns me off the film. Yeah. Like, but because yeah, the film's so fucking ridiculous, yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> Here's the interesting thing. The thing I was saying earlier is like, first time I watched the film, I was like. I was totally on board with his being nice and everything. Mm -hmm. And then when you know the twist, when you watch it a second time, it's so creepy. Uh, everything aye. is so creepy. Aye, you, you it's did, so like, nicely. I like when it, when new when you see him at the start asking her like, or what juice she likes and all that. Yeah. You can tell that's him in his brain, like, yeah, yeah. and you can see it in his eyes. You're like, oh. aye, suddenly you're like, <laughs> this is this is a killer at work. This is how he. Aye, this is how he operates. The and they've even got the lines about it, like about Ted Bundy and all that. I I remember how he was. He was charming. Yeah. <laughs> aye, aye. But like, it's full of um, like like loads of daft distractions too. Like when uh, when that the first shootout happens and like the hulls shot and. Uh, like one of the stewards got like his hats like flapping in the window <laughs> like oh for fuck's sake uh, and everyone's like she's, she stops a she stops a hole in a plane with a briefcase uh, <laughs> exactly that's how that scene ends you're like oh get in there I am um, it's good that he's the, I, I really like the fact that he was raging with the policeman because he never caught him fair 
he's like you fucking cheated to get me a dickhead and that and it's like yeah. that's good because it shows that he's like he's like obviously a killer who takes pride in his work but it also like opens the audience up to how he works and how duped you were by him as well. So that's Listen, there's cool. always that thing when it when it comes to any sort of serial. I mean, obviously, this isn't like we couldn't call it a serial killer film because it's. <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's but like the the whole idea that the serial killer wants to be caught by Aye. leaving clues, and, or it's like you know in Seven when they, again not comparing it to Seven. But <laughs> <laughs> he was like. You know, like when he phones up and he's like, I've gone and done it again. <laughs> you know, all that sort of stuff. It's all this idea that serial killers actually want to be yeah, caught. So there's just this way, yeah, I guess there's this idea you. that he's like, <laughs> somebody stop the me. The game hasn't been. Uh, but it's, it's just so good that, like, the film can mix, like, stock and slashers mm-hmm. with, like, disaster like films, yeah, yeah. with mad action, with, like, tense sort of, like, a stewardess has got to land a plane. Aye. It's like, it mixes all this together. Like, and Christmas. And there's, that big, aye, and there's that big build-up as well to like the final set piece where, mm. like, you know, the, the, everything that was in the trailer. And that was another I love thing, when like, she lands the plane and has to take off <laughs> again. <laughs> fucking nice. Because it's got a Ford stuck on it. Push the trust leaders forward. <laughs> There's like I a phone stuck to the wheels. Well known until the pilot takes care of it as well. Oh, oh, I love that. I see that. I was like, he's got to get court-martialed for that. <laughs> this will be in direct orders because he'll like shoot the plane down. He's like, no bother. And then shoots the Ford off the wheels. Aye. And he's like, Aye. oh, I missed. You can land now, mate. Aye. <laughs> Aye, no bother. Oh, that's, so good. Aye, that's something the film- filmmakers must have been so fucking pissed off because it was trailered like just out and out, really out as the baddie. Like, uh, there right. you go. I did. Like, because the, tra- the trailer is like turbulence, and then you just hear him like laughing like a madman uh, in the background. And totally. Like, and like, I, ah, I used no. to get the, um, I used to get way. the wee, um, like magazines at cinema and stuff like uh-huh. that. And like the huge promo picture for it is really Ota going nuts. <laughs> like, you know, I guess it's difficult. Someone. It's difficult to market a film like that. I guess when you're like, because the twist comes the first, quite first half of the film. It, it doesn't necessarily have a hero because mm-hmm. um, you don't know like the film changes entirely halfway through right. well, suddenly you're I know just it's like, that thing it would never happen but you market it as a woman saving the day yeah <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. like, like it, uh, she's having bother <laughs> you know she's having bother but, uh, no, it's, she it's, has to land a plane in that it is difficult because they do they, they introduce <laughs> her at the beginning they specifically introduce her at the beginning of the film and and all that but it is it's really weird because you're just like uh, you, you, when you get halfway through the film you're just like oh right we're doing something else now which is great and it really it builds up to it really nicely and I think the twist really works Aye. but I could it's see so why that from a twist. marketing point Aye, of view because be like, all, the, all the stuff you would have in the trailer happens after the twist uh, <laughs> it's like fuck but man. then like like trailers like oh, you can show turmoil and everything like that without showing like Aye. you know any actual narrative like there's folk flying about and running about and folk shooting guns but you just don't show have you ever seen world's greatest dad no i still haven't seen that that's that bobcat that's that's an interesting one because uh that's all about something but the thing that it's all about is the twist happening around the film so when you watch the trailer for it you're just like what is this because it doesn't show any of it but then the netflix description Tells you what happens. 
actually run by fucking idiots. <laughs> it is, man. But, um, um, aye, it's, aye, there's, oh, what was the other thing I was going to say about it? Um, the, oh, there is ones, there's mere special feet, get this, there's mere special features on the disc for Turbulence than there is Robocop 3. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a trailer and a, like one of the, you know, the good old fashioned like six minute behind the scenes. Oh, like an EPK. Like an EPK. There's one of them and it's, and it's just, it's just like a couple of, sh- a couple of interviews with like the director, like a wee 30 second interview with the director. Um, Always on STV. The woman. <laughs> when uh, none of the interviews, like the that. most, the least sincere interviews, where they're all obviously the answer to all the questions is going to be, it's a great film. It's, it's going to be film. a blast. You're never going to see anything <laughs> like it. Um, an interview with Terry, a, a wee interview with Ray Liotta, and then the rest of it is them showing you the big gimbals that they had for like. Um, did they were they rotating the? Uh, so it's like so it's an amazing bit in the middle where the plane's going to get out of control. Uh, and, and it, it flips Inception. <laughs> Before Inception. But it's like the plane actually flips upside down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it shows you like them making that on the gimbals and they actually were, were uh, filming it inside the, a giant air hangar and it is giant, huge fucking stages that they're rotating with the people inside it. Yeah, right. it's like... But when I was watching it, I was like... Um, I think it was Paul was saying, he's like, fucking horse shit, plane's going upside down. And then in that special feature, they tell you it's recorded twice that planes have... Uh, commercial airlines have flipped, flipped upside down and managed to flip themselves back around and land safely. So it's happened twice yeah. and recorded. But the thing, uh, so I was like, well, there you go then. It's funny that you mentioned <laughs> it's, that. It's steeped in reality. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that because like, no, one of the only things I could find was like, uh, a lot of, like when you're reading about it, a lot of people mentioned the Roger Ebert review from the time. Uh, and I, like, I read it and I swear his main criticism of it is that it's not realistic. Fuck! It's like one of the things he talked about is like how the plane would have crashed after several of the things that happened to it, and it's like, well, that would have been a shite film. Shite film. (laughs) It's like you have the bit. I love the bit with all the Japanese guys in the karaoke and the plane. (laughs) The plane crashes through. It's like just a giant fucking wheel blasting through a karaoke bar. And the other thing as well is like one of the other criticisms he had is like uh, Christmas Eve and the plane's empty. Have you ever been on a plane on Christmas Eve? And it's even addressed in the film as well at the start, like why it's like they put all these killers on a plane with very few folk for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, they ideally would have wanted an empty plane, but you know, uh, aye, and they put them on this big, amazingly decorated seven four seven. It's amazing. I wonder so if lush. it was. Impre- so I wonder if it was deliberate that one, the, the captain was called Captain Bowen. I know. Like, I, I know. think that was like the, the writer being like, <laughs> how, how how good is Nigel? I love Nigel, man. That guy is great. Because normally, as he which was Nigel? Is he the guy that's he's the English guy that helps her to oh, land yeah. the plane? Because like he's he's helping her when he's flying. He's managed to land and he's just chilling out in the cockpit. Like, right, you want a <laughs> that button there, that button there? Come on. And then they basically get together. At the aye, aye, it's, it's and totally then they basically they, that, they basically get together at the end. But um, it's really see uh, like in terms of how nerdy it is when it comes to the cockpit. And how you land the plane and work the plane, it's really nerdy. Uh, like, he's like, you want to hit this switch here to your left, to the right of the console. He's like, you want to punch all this in. And it shows you, it doesn't really like, shy away from it. You get to see her hitting all the switches and fuck. I mean, it's probably all total bullshit. <laughs> she's just <laughs> gone for it, it and they're, they're showing you all this really nerdy stuff today with landing a plane and getting yeah. out. And Aye, they make, look, they make landing a plane look very easy. And I've seen enough episodes of The Krypton Factor to know that it's <laughs> absolute shite. <laughs> 
2016. <laughs> <laughs> the Clapton factor. <laughs> There's um, something about films that end with a big crane shot, the ambulances. Oh, <laughs> yes. And every, everything's fine now, despite the fact that tons of folk have just died. Dang. Everything's fine now because the camera's up here and there's ambulances arrived. Everybody's <laughs> right. The services are here to save the day. It's snowy, it's Hot and Nigel or. That story was on the news, it'd be like, oh, a bunch of people have died. <laughs> totally. In a horrible plane Here's incident. Here's Lauren Holly getting off with an English guy. <laughs> Those people were on their way to see their families on Christmas Eve. Indeed. Indeed is a doornail. And those pilots were like, getting double time for what? And I already get paid a fucking fortune. This is great. What a life. And you've got like, it's a... It's a really weird cast take because you've got really a, a legitimately brilliant actor, just obviously having the time of his life. Like, see when he set the wee fire oh, and he sits by with champagne, is like, darling. <laughs> the fire, fire. She's like, try to smoke me. Yeah, I told you this is a non-smoking flight. said this was a non-smoking flight. Aye, there's this uh, weird thing that I found, right, when I was trying, I was trying to find, like, anything about it, on, and there's really nothing, I was like, I wanted to see what the reviews were like at the time, mm. and I know that it fucking bombs, Stank. I know that much, Stank right? the house down. but um, the New York Times had a section at the time <laughs> called Taking the Children, right? Oh, fuck, what? Aye, so what it done was it kind of, like, broke down parental guidance categories, so there's, oh. like, violence, sex, and profanity, right? <laughs> so it's, like, basically, like, take your veins or no. Right. Aye. So, like, under violence, they've wrote, the prisoner gleefully shoots and strangles his victims, then arranges them in a kind of cocktail party tableau. He's sitting there with his wee hand pump at his chest in there. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Aye. Oh, and something else as well, another Star Trek connection. Uh, the director directed episode zero of Star Trek, The Cage. No That's fucking him. It's Robert way. Butler directed that, eh? No way. That is amazing. I don't know. Is that for the first... It the wasn't aired until the 80s, eh? When yeah, The Cage is like uh, the original pilot for Star Trek, but it had a different... Different Kirk. Captain Pike. Pike, yes, yes. In Aye. 2009. Um, and like, yeah, it would sort of... It got rejected and they had to go back and do a whole new episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, there you go. Yep. Good connections. And then it got madness. aired. I read when there was like a. They used they used the they used it in a the, the bits of it in a two parter, right? As like a in a court case, and they were flashing back to it. But it never oh, aired right. as a proper episode until the late eighties. Aye, because there was a break in an episode the next gen. Is that right? Or so, it's oh, I don't know. I am pretty I sure that's. Out, I do remember it coming out in video though. Aye, so aye. There is you it go. good? Aye, aye. It's, it's it's different. It's interesting to watch just because it's like. Like Spock's a bit different, and like he is still he, Leonard Nimoy is the only cast member I think um, from the uh, main cast. But we're oh. not talking about Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, always, I always find this find this way in every other and I'm fine. So overall, how did you enjoy Turbulence? It's great, it's great. Like, especially now knowing the the twist. 
Aye, I really no, enjoyed I'm, it. Just yeah, as, really as, as see, like just like it's definitely one just to have a beer, just have like a nice wee Christmas beer and just watch turbulence and just leave your brain at the door. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's just it's just it's just good. You it's can, a total da film, isn't it? It's a total da film. Like like even like. It's one of the ones you could watch intensely and just enjoy or have it all in the background and just keep going back to it and you're just going, holy oh, fuck, what the fuck's going on there? You know what I mean? There's just, just there's so much going on, but it's just enjoyable it's that and thing, like, it's trashy that thing that when you oh, right. put on Absolutely. When you put on like one of those Channel 5 films or something <clears> and then by the time you got to the end of it, you're like, actually, you know, oh, fuck, I actually quite like that. I'd rather enjoy it. Hi. Aye, it is. It's, it has definitely got that feel of it. Like, there should be like VO5 adverts kicking in between it and all that. <laughs> you know? Aye. Davina McCall running about a street. <laughs> Aye. Aye, it's, uh, it, it's like, especially watching it so recently. Yeah. You know, and rewatching it again, I was like, I was reminded of what it actually is because I, yeah. I almost forgot about the twist. And uh, and I was just because we were kind of like chatting away in that while we were watching it today, I was like, oh, fuck, I. Christ and um, and I was like genuinely surprised at that but watching it again I knew exactly what it was again and I just I had the best but like I watched it in, in my bed this morning uh, and like I had my breakfast up with me and like drinking a coffee and that uh, just watching Turbulence it's fucking perfect like yes. good good if it's a good yeah. Sunday afternoon film it's a fucking good Christmas film and it's a fucking good caravan film <laughs> it's a good it's caravan a fucking film. caravan film uh, absolutely <laughs> The keyword roundup for turbulence is probably the best one yet. All right, okay. <laughs> because it was, I'm 100% sure it was written by a fetishist. <laughs> All yeah. right, yeah. Turbulence, number one, machismo. <laughs> number two, redneck. Number three, nude pantyhose. Number four, diehard scenario. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> number four. Five deception. It's an erotic film. I like how sexy you're getting here. Number six, female stockinged feet. Mm. Number seven, high heels. <laughs> Number see, eight, see what you mean. Feet. Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> number nine, holiday horror, and number ten, dead flight attendant. <laughs> Who wrote this? Oh, is that a really grim shot where he picks up Maggie? Aye. And does the... This, oh. is, this is you! Aye. So there you go. A lot of, a lot of feet and... A lot of feet and... Mm. Psychosexuality and turbulence when really... It's not about that. <laughs> Should be... One, really Otter. Two till ten. Madness. <laughs> Gone pure tonto. But if you want a total nineties action film slash 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 and you've, slash, and you've slash seen film. and you've seen the rest, Turbulence is a bit of a deep cut, but it's uh It is, I it totally is. It's a deep cut. I tell you, tell you what, I had a fucking bad time trying to find it. <laughs> aye, aye, it's like definitely a second hand effort and like I couldn't find it. Well, I went into three CEXs. Yeah, uh, you know, it seems like something you would just see a hundred of seeing it. Uh, CX. It's got one of those video covers that I love as well. Where it's like the the uh, where most of the cover is text. text. <laughs> Excellent. Well, is it not like will you survive? Uh, it's not even reviews. It's just a qu- <laughs> it's, it's a tagline. Will you survive? Turbulence. <laughs> it's time to hit the feed feed hit feed. the matrix fear. 
Hit the mattress. Hit the mattress. <laughs> Plug myself into your own matter bed and listen, to, listen to and answer to what you've got to say about Taters, whatever. Mm. Um, Gesh Gav, at Gesh Gav, our good friend Gavin Spence asks, what's worse, insisting Die Hard as a Christmas film to provoke debate at your boring workplace or joining in the argument? <laughs> <laughs> the fool of the fool It's of the definitely fool. joining in. Because I, I do get that chronic chat at work because like the... People at work know that I like film, so it's always like, came with the best Christmas uh, film is. <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> like, hi. You know it's coming as well, eh? It's like, I, it's like and I can't argue because it's, it's, it it's a that's perfect the thing, film. That's the thing it's is, a yeah. perfect film. It is a, it's, and it's a great film to watch at Christmas. But that's the thing, nobody's denying that <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Everybody think, knows. Do you know what it is? It's one of those fucking things that came for Friends. Uh, it, did it? Aye. Does right. that for Friends? Aye, that was a thing, and it was like it was the, it was a joke in an episode. They're like, "We're gonna watch the best Christmas film, Die Hard." Oh, One of those fucking things. Fucking. I think that this and the then worst thing stuck. would be Bruce Willis arguing that Die Hard isn't a Christmas film, like him himself <laughs> on, on the fucking like Sunday brunch on BBC One or something, you know? Didn't that thing where he just like he was just full of disdain for anyone that's talking to him. <laughs> Um, Cthulhu of the Dead <laughs> DJ Kenny Tunes asks What's the worst Christmas present you've ever received? My mum got me this one year And it's a picture of Pepsi Chart 2002 CD <laughs> Featuring Kyla Minogue, Robbie Williams, Jerry Halliwell Atomic Kitten Blue, Emma Button, DJ Pied Piper <laughs> So Solid Crew, Nelly Furtado and Roger Sanchez That's a fucking good mix <laughs> <laughs> That is man, Jerry Halliwell, wonder what song that is But it's a banger uh, solid Crew, uh, Nelly Furtado, uh, Roger Sanchez. So Solid Crew, man. Getting there. Uh, I don't know. That's the only man I've ever What's the worst Christmas present you've ever received? <sighs> oh, um, Jimmy White's World One Snooker for the Mega Drive. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> all in retrospect, it's probably Sonic 3D, Flicky's Island. That's a bad But I, I was so excited at the time, so. Nah, Jim, I, I can't mind what I wanted as well. It was, it was probably like Desert Strike, and I go, Jimmy White's World One Snooker. Assassin's Creed 3. Oh. <laughs> the trailer for the new one. No. Oh, fuck me. I couldn't believe my eyes. I couldn't believe it. I didn't want it. It's unbelievable. It's what, the film? Oh, God, aye. 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 It's, it's Jesus I don't know Christ. what happened. Aye. I can't believe. I know video game films exist, but they've, they've never been good. They can't all be Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> the thing is, well. <laughs> the thing is, I think the approach with the Assassin's Creed film is that they're just trying to use do a story that's in that the Assassin's Creed kind of, which is a nice idea. But the unfortunate thing is, is it's in the universe of one of the fucking blandest games <laughs> ever um, made. I think it's true. No. Anyway, the, the, anyway worst, we're not going to talk about the worst it. present I ever got was swear to God, a Hardy Boys book in three pound fifty. Oh, like, do you know what annoyed me most about that? It's the thought that I could have got the I price of the book in money as well. <laughs> and it's like, and thank you, <laughs> thank you. It was so. It was the fact that it was so close to being a good present. You know? <laughs> and I'll end it with Big Brawls Bronson at G Dollar says, I always end up watching The Princess Bride and The Big Blue at Christmas. No, right, The Big Blue. They aren't festive, but it's become a tradition. And that's the point. You make your own traditions.
watch whatever makes you feel Christmas. Something else that's amazing about Christmas as well, because like, I always love sitting down with folk and watching films, but like chatting away in that as mm-hmm. well, but like that's the only time of year, I think, really, uh, besides Halloween, that you can sit down with folk and uh-huh. stick films on and just hang out. Uh-huh. There's, uh-huh. And there's they're like, the two best things in the world. <laughs> like, well, there's shaking. There's shaking. There's the shaking. But there's, like, <laughs> there's, there's films you can put on that, like, like... I always watch one about Christmas Fargo, and it's not a Christmassy film, mm. but it's set and makes me feel. Yeah, it's like a winter warmer. Uh, like some, that like, girls it's like you always get one. Assassination of Jesse James and that as well. Aye, aye, every aye. winter man. Merlin with Sam Neill. I've still not seen it. It's so good. That's on, that's, on, that's, on, that's on the fantasy hit list. The uh, Excalibur Day. It's on the fantasy hit list. The Discworld, Sky One Discworld, the. Sky One version of Hogfather is a good one. It's oh, really? a really, really good one, yeah. Is that that's fairly recent? Yeah, it's a few years ago, but that was one I went through every watching every year. Hogfather and Going Postal don't watch Colour Magic. No. But those right. two Going Postal is really good as well. Is it? Cool man. I'll get a bit either, I don't think. Hogfather's really like it's very Christmassy and it's very good, but it's nah. it's got a really lovely message at the end as well. I usually also watch the Batman animated series. Oh yeah, oh, that, that, makes, that, makes, that makes me feel Christmassy and um, dinosaurs, yeah. the Jim Henson dinosaurs. Yeah. I got it for Christmas like five years ago and I just watch it every Christmas now. I hope you've enjoyed us just rambling on, on. Christmas. I hope it's Thanks. got you in the mood. Feeling Christmassy, and... you know. <laughs> so like, we hope that this has just been a nice cuddle. <laughs> like, hope you're smirching, <laughs> watching films in the background and eating cheese off each other. <laughs> <laughs> just, just pouring hot camembert on somebody. <laughs> like doing the, nape, doing the nape of the back. <laughs> like body of evidence. Oh, too much, too much. Get the crackers, get the crackers. Just scream it up. <laughs> but we hope you are just having a good time and enjoying Christmas because I think we all deserve it this year. It's been a bit of a shannery <laughs> year. But so everybody have a good Christmas Aye. and we hope you enjoy yourselves. And hell yourselves. year is behind us. Aye. And have a good new year in that day. And the winter windows. Shut down for the night. The oh, that's perfect. The <laughs> What's up next? The Matrix is just shut. Winter, winter snow scenes. Storm with wind coming. This is a... <laughs> A wee portent for 2017. Oh, oh no, it's, oh, <laughs> oh, it's alright. Oh, that's nice. Best, Best enjoyed it at low volume. <laughs> I'll turn it up. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. That's quite scary. Oh, yeah, fuck. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. to die with a plane up his ass!